This is our voice. This is our voice. Welcome to Tell Me More, your favorite profiling show. I'm your host, Isabel Shitende. So today we decided to come to TV3 to interview Ghana's media goddess with over countless recognitions and awards, with over 10 years of experience in the media space, an advocate for both girls and women, and of course, a fashion icon. Our guest for today is the gorgeous Bella Mundi. Hi. Hi, Bella. Those were some nice accolades you were giving me. It's all really true. Cool. Is it? Yes. Thank you, I'm on it. I'm on it. Thank you so much for welcoming You're us welcome. here in your home. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, I, 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 I was talking to the team earlier on. We were so excited to come see you. Really? Yes. I was more excited to meet you all, so it's good to have you. Yes, especially yeah. with uh, my producer, we were thinking, oh my gosh, what is she going to wear? Oh my gosh, what, 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 what tips can we get from her when it comes to styling wow. and also personal branding? But before we get there, okay. I have to say, um, the first time that I, I met you, uh, I think when when we got in here, like, do I know you from somewhere? Yeah. And I was thinking, we ran into each other at um, the theater. You came to watch Run for Your Wife. Oh, yes. so that's why I met you. Yeah, because you look very familiar. Yes. So. Okay. And um, I remember seeing you, and you actually dressed very simple. You know, you had a dress on, and you had some sandals. But for some reason, you still looked so beautiful. Is it? Thank yes. you. I'm blushing. <laughs> Go me. And I was. I, I. That made me realize that you know what? It's not really about the outfit. It's also about the person. You know, your energy, how you were radiating so much positivity. Okay. And then looking at your show. Ha. Wow. How do you do it? How do I do it? Hmm. It's, it's a tough one. I mean, I don't even know how this started, honestly. I still don't remember what my first day on TV was like. I'm sure I was just yanged, you know, from some spot and put onto the show. And they told me, you have to figure out a way to swim. And I did. But I think I just show up every day mm. with a very positive mindset. I show up every day knowing that there's so many people that are inspired by what I do. There's so many people I communicate with who rely on me for information, rely on me for entertainment, rely on me for literally everything, especially yes. in the morning. And so if I don't show up, then I'm disappointing millions of people. Mm. And if I show up without the knowledge, I'm still disappointing people. Yes. So I just come make sure that I'm well prepared for every topic I deliver. I connect with people and that's about it. And I think that's what people have resonated. Uh, that's how it's resonated with people yes. and it's working, I think. And you have been doing it for over 10 years. Yes, I have. And I have. each time still making it seem as if you just got started with so much. You know, people in the media space, they believe the older you get, the more, you know, reserved yeah. and more eased down. But each time when I'm tuning into your show, the vibe is always on another level. So that's really inspiring to us. Thank you. Thank you. Have you always been um, this witty and outspoken ever since you were young? I don't know about witty. I probably got better along the way mm. um, because you have to keep learning as yes. you move along. Outgoing, maybe yes. I've always been the crazy girl. My, my birthday is the 1st of April. And so my friends always used to say I'm a very silly girl oh, from when I was a child because I used to make <laughs> everybody <laughs> laugh. And, you know, I just used to like having fun. And I think that just translated into my work mm. um, on TV. But... I think I've always been this person. I've gotten better over time. I needed to be shaped up a bit because in the beginning, you know, you're rough around the, the edges. You yes. have people who will tell you, well, this works if you're not on TV, but on TV, you need to keep your composure, mm. even if you want to have fun. And then along the line, I found myself because that's one thing I tell people that if you're on air, whatever job you're doing, I mean, it's not worth it if you're trying to emulate. It's, it's good if you're emulating people, but it's not worth it if you're trying to be that person because that mm. person is already taken. Be yourself. Add a few things to it, and voila, you're good to go. And I think that's what has worked for me. 
Wow. So as, as a child, did you always want to be in media or is it something that developed? I wanted to be an air hostess because I thought it was really mm. nice how they used to wear their lovely yes. clothes and look all polished yes. and ladylike. Um, did I try to get into it? I don't think so because I asked about the height requirement and I realized I was, oh, yeah, I was a few yes. inches <laughs> short of that. So, I mean, but I've always also had an interest in communicating, literally talking with people. And I remember in church, in school, when they, whenever they needed someone to be the one to you know, read the Bible, recite a poem. I remember I even went to sing at one point and I don't know oh. who advised me to. Okay. Um, it was quite a horrible experience, <laughs> but I always wanted to be at the forefront. So have I always wanted to do media? Maybe I wasn't sure if it was media necessarily, but I knew I wanted to be a people's person, a communicator. And I guess God just directed my path into media, media. and it worked out. Yeah. And everything started in 2010. Yes, Miss Malaika. Yes. I always say that, yes. So uh, coming, you came out second. Yes, yeah. third actually, third. second runner-up. Yes. Okay. So um, was that a confirmation of perhaps this could be the path to? No, it wasn't. It was. I was my most disappointed self in that year because I wanted to win, and I thought mm. that winning was what was going to guarantee my success okay. in the industry. Mm. Little did I know that I wasn't meant to win, but I was still going to win eventually along yes. the way. Um, so. I think that it's something that a lot of us get wrong because we assume that if you don't win at something, then you're a failure and you give up on all your dreams. But sometimes it's just God telling you that I have something bigger and better for you ahead. Mm. And so don't look at, you know, the gratification now and think that's all there is. There's, there's a lot more I have for you and you don't have to win this to get there. I want you to understand that sometimes you have to be at your lowest point because that is when I can catapult you into your next big thing. It took me a while to accept that. It took me a while to understand why I didn't win Miss Malika. But eventually when my career started picking up, that's when I realized, oh, God, so this was what it was all along. You should have told me from the beginning. You know, but yeah, it happens. You, you learn along the way. It's always like that. And I think it's been very helpful. And what are some of the lessons that you have picked up along the way? Along the way, first of all, be yourself. And that's why I even started the BE project. I, I, I knew it was how important it was to always be yourself and let your personality shine through whatever you do. And aside that, I also learned that you cannot stay the same over time. You have to find a way to get better at what you do, to develop your craft. And you cannot be the same person from when you started. If I was still the same mid, and I'm using that advisedly, mid-presenter as when I started. I don't think that I'll be mm. here. What do you mean by mid-presenter? When I say mid, I started green. I didn't know anything about the industry. I just knew mm. I had a voice. I knew I could speak. Mm. Um, and I wanted to be in front of the cameras. But I won't say that I was the best presenter then. Because there were mm. so many people in the industry then. I was now coming up and I had to learn the ropes. Would I compare... I mean, if I compare what I used to do back in the day to what I, I'm doing now, I realize that there's such, you know, a An very... evolution. Yeah, exactly. A growth that is so admirable. And sometimes I don't even realize it myself, so people tell me that you should watch your old videos. Funny enough, so I remember recently I watched my first ever audition video from Charterhouse when I was trying to start. I looked so lanky, I looked so funny. <laughs> I looked like worn out completely. And then it was time to speak. And I just couldn't string words together. I couldn't figure it out. And there was the first producer I worked with. I remember when I went to Charterhouse, I was supposed to rehearse and get ready for a show. And we'll try and she tell me, okay, this is your script. See if you can introduce a show. And we'll be there for 30 minutes without even going beyond the first line. 
and I gave up for about six months because I, I felt like that was it. Maybe this is not my thing. And people don't know this. They assume that I just got on TV and I started and yes. then everything worked out. But I gave up along the way because I didn't think I was good enough. So if I look at myself back then and I look at what I'm doing now, I know that there's been a very admirable growth and I'm happy about it. Yeah. So what made you, you said there are countless times that you gave up. What made you get up and, you know what, push forward? Funny enough, there were people who pushed me back. Oh. There were people who said, you can do it. Get back in there. Get back in the ring. I don't care how many punches mm. you take. I don't care how many times you fall. I don't care how many times you have a swollen face, swollen mouth. You still have to do it. And so I always give thanks to the team at Chatterhouse because they literally birthed my talent. They birthed my career. Um, and... Mr. Yorde, I mean, at the time when I really didn't want to do it, he was like, you know what? There's someone who's going to school and there's a, a, a void you need to fill. Go in there and do it. And it was one of my worst tries ever because I had to do voiceovers. And I wanted to sound like that person. That was Nasha your lecturer. I wanted to sound like her because she was in the industry um, at that time already. And I would be told, you sound like a bird. You sound horrible. Find your true self. Find your voice and just be natural. Mm. And it took me a while to get into that space. But when I did, I realized, oh my God, why was I giving up on this? But it was because people pushed me back yes. in. So it happens that way. And sometimes. I guess it also comes with you being good with taking criticism, right? Ha, not exactly. No? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I no. cried so much mm. about it, but that's the thing. There was just a little part of me that knew that I, you know, I wanted to do this. And so I may not have had that energy, that motivation to come back, but when people lit that fire in me, I just knew that it was time for me to give it a try again, and I didn't work out. So maybe I'm just lucky, maybe I'm blessed, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely blessed. Amen to that. <laughs> Going back to your foundation, uh, what made you start the foundation? So, especially for kids, I, I realized there were a lot of underprivileged children that I mm. really wanted to support, and I felt like if God had taken me from where I was to where I was at that moment, that I needed to give back. And there's always a blessing in giving, especially to children, because God himself has said it, that the children are very dear to him. Um, so I just felt like there was a need to also give them a better education so that they can also eventually grow up and live their dreams like some of us were doing. And that's why I set up that foundation. Along the line, we branched into the BU project to support women. Um, there's a reason why. So a lot of young women would send me DMs. At that time, I think Instagram had just started. Instagram... Facebook was there already, but I'll get a lot of messages with girls saying, I love your hair. I love your shoes. I love this. Mm. I want to be exactly like you. I want to be on TV. I want to speak like you. I'm just one person. There are a million and a billion of us in the world. We all cannot be Bella. We all can be someone else, you know? So I just thought instead of encouraging them to want to be like me, why don't you encourage them to find their true selves and mm. their true potentials? And that way, Everybody can be great at what they do without having necessarily to be like me on TV. And that's why that was birthed too. Were you given support? Because you work with a lot of women and yeah. basically you're an advocate for them. Yeah. You're continuously supporting them, obtain their goals and all. Were you given the same support? I was. From my colleagues, from especially the students in the various campuses, I was given a lot of support from the company I was working with as well because that is where that idea was birthed. And so I used to go around campuses ahead of time with Live FM um, to organize some of these forums. And 
it, I mean, the support was there. It was tough financially because there were times when I had to take from my own pocket um, to fund some of these trips and some of these campaigns. And I remember I was flat broke at a point and I gave up for a year, mm. you know, because I just couldn't take it anymore. But when I decided to come back, there were companies who had heard about what I was doing and they were happy about it. And they were like, okay, well, why not? Let's put mm. in some money. Let's give you all the support that you require. And that's why we're here today. Wow. Yeah. As a mentor, who was one mentor that you have to say definitely helped Bella in this journey? Oh, the list is long. It is long. Um, from when I started, I'd always say Mr. Ayoade, Mrs. Ayoade Pefa, George Quay, Mr. Hammond. They were the ones who really helped me build my brand. As I moved along, however, I met some incredible people. I met Jibodido, so she used to own Alio Spa, but now she's a career coach and a life coach, basically. And in transitioning from my previous workspace to TV3, I had to go to her for therapy. I like to call it therapy because it was a tough decision to make. I was broken. I was wounded. I needed space to flourish but I wasn't sure how to do it. And she helped me through it. We had a few sessions where I'd break down completely. And she gave me a guide as to how to look, how to communicate as I move into a new space. So she was very helpful. Then I met Angela Chemantin, who is like my sister, literally, but she's my greatest mentor. And she is in the corporate world. So when I was transitioning from GH1 to TV3, I was still that very young lady who was excited about being on TV. I hadn't necessarily put a brand to my name yet. Mm. Or maybe if I had, it wasn't a strong brand then. So she was the one that walked me through how to stay relevant, both in the industry and in the corporate world. So I had to relook at how to communicate not just to the younger generation but to the older generation because you need the attention as well especially for a lot of the projects that i was doing um so these are people who have really helped me shape my career and my brand and that's why i'm probably who i am today so thank you to all my <laughs> mentors and to the names i didn't mention i'm sorry but you know it yourself that you really helped me and i'm grateful okay i'm sure that they do yeah <laughs> talking about um branding um, you have a master's in public relations. Yes, I do. Um, did that also contribute to the overall yes, it did. brand? How? Yes, it did. I mean, if you're a communicator, one of the things you need to know is how to position a brand mm. and how to communicate that brand mm. um, to your target audience. And I didn't have that skill just yet. I needed to go back to school and learn the rudiments. I needed to go back to school and understand what it means to even communicate during a crisis which I didn't know. And you see, some of us think that if you're just on TV, you're not necessarily a brand, but you are equal to a product that's being mm. marketed. You're equal to a service that's being marketed as well. But communication plays a key role in branding that um, particular product or service or person. And I needed to learn that not only for myself, but also for the brands that I was representing because I had started getting contracts with a lot of multinationals to position their brands on social media, to position them on TV and talk about them. But I didn't have the know-how. And I didn't want to come in as a greenhorn like I started earlier. I needed to go and top up on my skill so I can better communicate whatever it is I was selling, which is why I went back to school. Wow. Yeah. A lot of uh, people that are into media, they tend to venture into other fields. And you ventured into PR. And now you are a PR consultant yes, as well. How, 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 how is that being? It's been tough. 
it's been tough, but I say that in my day-to-day -day affairs, I am a PR consultant with, with everything that I do, um, and especially for the brands I represent. So it's been tough juggling everything all together, but I think so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. Let's take it back home. Okay. You are the last born? Yes, I am. You are the last born. And um, I'm trying to picture Bella at home. How was Bella at home growing up? Was she the quiet type? No, was I wasn't. Not, definitely not. <laughs> I was a troublemaker. Troublemaker. Yes, I was. I Mommy's was. girl? Yeah. 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 <laughs> of course, last ones are all. <laughs> you know? How does your mom feel watching you now? It's interesting. Mm. She doesn't tell me all the time, but I know she's proud. Mm. She's always looking forward to watching my shows. Yeah. I mean, she's excited when she goes out and everybody's talking about Bella. And sometimes they don't even know that she's my mom. Oh. So she listens quietly, comes to me and says, can you believe Auntie Emma said this about you? And she doesn't even know that I'm your mom, you know? Um, but I know she's proud. I know she's happy. Her prayers are working. And she hasn't stopped praying since then. She was a little skeptical in the beginning about this career mm. choice and career path. Um, because of the perception that existed in the past about TV personalities, the fact that it wasn't such a lucrative, you know, career, and the girls in there were, you know, not, not exactly chaste to some mm. extent. So she was worried that her daughter was going to fall prey to that. But I think over time, she realized that if Bella can do it and make something great out of this, then it's not such a bad career after all. In fact, every career is good as long as you know what you want. And you're gunning for it so she must be proud and excited i'm sure she is yeah looking at the stereotypes that existed about media personalities especially women how much do you think has changed along the years hmm i don't know if much has changed honestly because i think that there's still a lot of stereotype against women in the industry and you see that on social media unfortunately mm. with a younger generation it's as if we jump on this bandwagon of criticizing women for no reason and castigating them just because they're women in the industry. It really hasn't changed. There's a lot more work we have to do as women in media um, to educate people a lot more. Because whether or not the rumor is true, you'd realize that people don't care. They are not looking for the facts and they just want to jump on there and criticize you for no reason. And they assume that if you're a woman in the industry and you're doing well financially, then it's not from your career. It's from men and other means. And it's the same for even men as well. Um, but I just want people to understand that a lot of us are doing the work. Of course, there's some bad, bad nuts and you can't take that away from any career at all. It exists everywhere. But there are a lot of women in the media who are doing such incredible things. They're breaking their backs just to make sure that we also leave you know, a good name for other women who are yet to come into the industry. So I hope that we can fix it eventually or at least reduce it to the barest minimum. But at this point, eh, it's tough, but we hope we'll get there. If you could so. leave us with some advice. Hmm. Always be yourself. Mm. It's the biggest advice I can give to anybody. Always be yourself. It's paid. Um, it's, it's made me who I am today and I never stopped talking about it. Don't ever let go of God. Mm. That's the reason you're surviving in the industry. There are a thousand and one people who are much better than you, wherever you find yourself. But why is it that for some reason you keep getting the spotlight? Mm. It's favor. It's God. It's God saying that I want you to be there. And so if you think that you're doing it because you're better than everybody else, then he's going to clip your wings yes. just to remind you mm. that you're nothing without mm. me. So don't ever forget your God. And, um, I mean, be kind to people. Life is short. Mm. There are too many things that are going wrong in the world. 
and you don't know when it will be your time. Be kind to people. It's as simple as that. Wow. What is one philosophy that you live by? Hmm. I've had quite a number of them, but I think that one, one thing that I always used to say, when people say you can't do it, don't just um, tell them you can't, show them. Mm. We're, we're so good at talking. We're so good at letting people know I'm good. But there's so many people who doubt your potential. And when they do, you need to prove to them that I'm actually good. I'm better than you think. I'm the best in the field. And that is why I deserve this. And I've had that experience for a while. I mean, when I started, I had people who'd say she's too young. I don't think she can host this show. She's, she's too new in the industry. I don't think that she's developed, you know, the, the energy to be able to run mm. this. And I used to get very disappointed because I, I knew I could do it, but I wasn't getting the opportunity in the beginning for some of the big shows. How old were you when you... When I started, I had just completed the University of Ghana. So I think I was about 21, 22 mm. thereabout, you know, but I, I still look very petite and understandably so there are people in the industry why should they overlook them and choose you a greenhorn yes. to host a major event mm. um so i had to prove myself over time and i had to let them understand that i'm not just another girl in the industry i'm the girl in the industry and whether you like it or not if you don't think i'm good enough i'm going to show you so much that you won't have a choice than to now chase me guess what they're chasing me now <laughs> but it was a lot of hard work and it was also the fact that i wanted to show them that you don't determine what i become I will show you that and I have God. And so eventually you look at me and say, I made a mistake. I should have put this girl on this platform yes. a long time ago. Yes. But it's all fine because it helps you to learn a lot about yourself and to also grow in the space. But once you have that opportunity, especially when there are so many doubters, show them. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And looking back now, what would you tell to 21-year-old Bella? Good job, girl. Good job. All the hard work paid off. All the tears. I can imagine how tough it was for you because I was you. <laughs> but great job. Keep working hard. There's so many people who love you and they're rooting for you. And so don't ever give up. Don't give up again. That's what I'll tell my young Don't give up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have evolved so much. Thank you. Along the years. And usually when we have to see uh, uh, media being taken to the international grounds, I'm usually used to looking at either the South African media personalities or maybe Nigerian. But then when we go to see you in Hollywood, hmm. wow, yes. let's, let's talk about that. Oh, well, I mean, the plan was to go cover the Grammys. Mm. Um, we got there and then we, we got a link to interview Jordan Sparks. We're like, hell yeah, why not? <laughs> it was such an incredible experience speaking to her. She was so down to earth. Yes. But most importantly, I was concerned about how to break the ice and communicate in a way that would make her comfortable. And that's why I always tell people to be themselves because I went there with my very crazy self mm. and I wanted her to understand that I'm not just interviewing you because it's a job. Mm. I'm interviewing you because a lot of people know you. Mm. They want to find out more about you. And I know you as well from a distance. I know so much about you and I really want us to have an honest conversation. If there wasn't a camera, that's the same conversation I would have with her. Mm. And so when that opportunity came, I just prepared, I got there and I was like, girl, let's do this. And it worked out, but it felt really good. And it made me realize that we're actually closer to the dream than we think. A lot of us yes. sit back here and think that Hollywood is too far off. Far, far, far Honestly, away. Honestly, but they are so welcoming. 
they are also looking to break into the African market. And so they are open to all these things. You just have to put yourself out there. And if you do, you'll get the people. And so that's, it was a good experience. How did yeah. you feel? Very proud, very excited. I was like giddy. I was like, oh my God, is this really happening? But um, I felt very proud and I was happy that I could do this for the company that I work for yes. as well uh, because I went there on their ticket. Um, but I think there's a lot more we can do and I hope that we work towards it. Yeah. So what more is there for, for A lot more. Moment? I can't say it, honestly, because I don't even know. I didn't start this year thinking I was mm. going to the Grammys. I didn't start this year thinking I was going to Hollywood. Yes. I started this year thinking, let me come to work every day and go back home. And then within the space of three days, I found myself in L.A. without even planning ahead. So I usually don't like to say what I think would happen because sometimes you can't even predict it. But I know a lot of great things will happen. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I'm preparing myself for whatever comes. Yeah. Are you living your dream? I am, actually. I am. Well, except the LA part, but yeah. <laughs> yeah when we eventually get to LA, where I'm sipping, I'm sipping on something with Beyonce and having like a conversation, <laughs> then I know that, yes, I'm here. Or maybe like an Oprah or something. But am I living the dream? 100%. I am. Wow. Yeah. You're such an inspiration. Thank you. A lot of, a lot of young girls want to be like you. you Do know they? That. Yes. Hmm. And it's I, tough <laughs> because it doesn't just come down it to um, putting together, looking no, it good. Yeah. It also comes down with delivering. Yes. And uh, one of the things that you always talk about is bringing substance to the table. Yeah. And it's what you are always doing. You know, you're good to look at. You're good to listen to. Oh. You're good to be around. Thank you. <laughs> so it was definitely an honor to have Thank this you. conversation with and you. And great job. Thank you. At interviewing me. <laughs> I know you've done this over time, but... I think you're good and you should keep it up. Thank you. It means a lot coming. So unfortunate that we have come to the end of our conversation with the beautiful Berla Mundi. I'm your host, Isabel Shitende. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, click the subscribe button and share with a friend. Until next time, remember, stay blissful. ACT Radio, this is our voice. This is our voice.